0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.
1: Southeast Radio. While valued at a staggering 100 billion dollars globally, the employee benefits industry is booming, and with auto-enrollment pensions coming down the track here in Ireland, further growth is anticipated. Luke Mackey is the chief executive of Yonder, an online platform which aims to automate employee benefits, and he joins us now to tell us more. Luke, before we discuss Yonder, I'd like to hear about your own background.
0: Thanks so much for having me on, Carl. Yeah, yeah, of course. So Yonder is actually the second company I started. The first company I started was directly out of college about six years ago now at this stage. And, and that was really focused on, a, again, a completely different vertical. It was, it was technology for restaurants and coffee shops. Um, I did that for about four years and the whole focus there was to make it really easy for kind of busy professionals who worked in central business districts to order their lunch or coffee and then help the restaurant get as much uh, I suppose, output and throughput through their doors at those busy times. So I did that for four years, stepped away. I then joined uh, a multinational, so Bolt, which was uh, who I've worked with for probably to two years and I was a country manager for them. I was their employee number one in Ireland and that was the whole focus there was uh, growing the ride hailing business in Ireland and uh, and then also bringing in other lines of business like e-bikes and e-scooters.
1: And what was the biggest learning that you took from your experience working in Bolt, a multinational company?
0: Obviously very different to what I did previously going from a startup that was really my only kind of uh, experience working with people where a really big team was, was the one I grew myself um, and then going into a much bigger company. I think there was 2,000 people in the business when I, when I, when I started there um, and I was uh, the first person in the Irish market. So it was almost like building a new startup within the side of a big business. I so suppose the things that I, that I would have taken from that are around focus. Like there was a lot of playbooks, a lot of things that had worked in other markets and uh, we would have tried to test them out and kind of had very clear focus on what worked and what didn't and retesting things being very uh i suppose that's the word I suppose very very not being too stuck to your ideas and, and and when something didn't work you just kill it and you move on to the next thing and done is better than perfect sometimes when it comes to these projects and running different experience uh, experiments if it didn't work you kill it you move on again then you, you, you do some real life tests and if something does work you go much bigger on it um, and something also that struck me as well was it's a huge organisation, but one of their core value core values is uh, frugality. Uh, they don't like spending money on on, on things they don't need really to spend money on. So uh, we we always everything was always about making sure that we were uh, spending as little as we possibly could, and that's how we were going to beat our competitors.
1: There were two very valuable lessons I have to say at an early stage in your career. Now you then joined forces with Patrick Boyle and Deepak Beliga to establish Yonder. But what problem are you trying to solve with this?
0: Yeah, of course. So I actually worked with the guys previously, so we'd all worked together. And over like a two, two or three year period, we kind of all went our separate ways and did our own thing. Um, so it was kind of perfect to come back together. We, we all had this ex- same experience when we were, I suppose, in our mid-20s. And it's, it was around that time where you start thinking of setting up a pension. Uh, I was setting it up for a big company. Uh, Deepak was in a, in a growing scale-up company, and they were trying to set it up for their team there. Um, Patrick was consulting, and he was trying to set this set up a pension for himself and get health insurance himself. I think just what struck all of us was just how kind of, I would just say how traditional and how old school that a lot of a lot of the processes were to do this, um, and how it didn't really suit uh, kind of companies today. So for small companies, really the process right now can be kind of offline, sometimes tedious. If there's kind of you know, jump on a call with brokers or you have to go direct to providers and that becomes quite messy and it's very offline well usually everything in, in in most digital businesses or businesses that use digital tools now um it's kind of all living in the web and it's all something i can just i can i can jump into i can create an account i can get access to things quite at, at my fingertips and and this whole domain is something that has kind of still kind of lives offline still very much in a, a, a kind of a consulting side business and what's changed as well while this is all happening, COVID is happening um, so companies were changing how they work, everything went straight to remote, so people were able to work from home, and when people were able to work from home, they were also looking at well, maybe why would I go and stay in Ireland and work from here? I can go and move to Portugal, I can move to Germany. And that also meant that not only do my employees want to relocate, but I can also hire from these these markets too. So for all the small companies who were kind of growing and maybe they were in kind of the knowledge worker space where they were able to hire designers and developers, and it was meaning it was maybe technical first, they had this opportunity to hire talent elsewhere. And there was a lot of tools that were coming out to make that possible, but there was no tools to to do the benefits piece. The benefits piece was still very offline. So if I wanted to offer that employee in, in Germany a pension or, or health insurance, um, it was still quite. It, it was something that was completely new to me. Uh, it was something that was not easily documented. And I may not have even spoken the language. I may not know known know what, what the what the compliant way it was doing it was. And, and that's kind of where we're starting. Kind of starting from first principles and going, okay, well if we could start all, if we could start this again, this is a market that. We're not reinventing anything, really. This is health insurance and pensions and life insurance and these benefits we've provided the companies for quite some time. Uh, particularly American companies who are bringing them to the Irish, to to Europe. Um, it's how do we think of how do we make this as easy as possible?
1: And Luke, is your plan to integrate this with a range of existing HR systems?
0: Yeah, so the way we actually work, I'll just give you a kind of overview. We make it really easy for companies to give their employees core benefits like pension and health insurance. We work with a number of different insurers. So in Ireland we work with Irish Life, and in the UK we work with, with other providers and internationally we work with other providers like Allianz as well. Um, and we make it as easy as basically setting up an account in like five minutes Uh, integrating with your existing HR tools. You might use something like Bamboo HR, you might use Personio, you might not use any of these. Um, But either way, just jump in and easily add your teammates. You select the kind of benefits you want to offer, whether that's a health insurance contribution or uh, whatever 150 euro per month a uh, contribution to a pension of say it's five percent max uh, matched and uh, then the employee takes the free control so you just add a billing method the the uh you just get billed every month for what your employees are up into and then your employees get access to our mobile app so kind of coming back to what i've done previously which is kind of more in like a consumer app space we've, we've built a completely consumer grade mobile app for the employees to enroll themselves in these products and kind of manage these products
1: and from a customer perspective who will you be aiming yonder at so right now where we're kind of seeing the pain point is, is
0: anything from, it's three sides. It's SMBs, so it's like small businesses who may not be able to, say, contribute a full amount towards an employee's health insurance or pension. They may only be able to do a small amount To say, like we've seen companies who are just want to offer like 80 euro towards health insurance for, for their team members, and this could be anything from coffee shops to, to barbershops. Um, we've seen it from startups who are kind of at that like 10 to 15 person point, and they know that they are kind gonna of have to, do more when it comes to benefits, and they want to say, okay, well let's get the team health insurance and we can do that by the platform and do instant enrollment so it's it's set up in minutes. And then we're starting to see a bigger company size. So companies where they kind of reach say 100 to 300 people uh, they're now in the multi geo. The multi geo. They might be have a hub in Ireland or in the UK, but then they're hiring people in Portugal or Canada or Germany, and that becomes quite a mess when you're a, when you're kind of a, a fast scaling company and you're trying to get a hold of what's actually happening here administratively. And we can do all of this in one platform.
1: You very much welcome auto enrollment pensions that the governments are that the government is planning to introduce in Ireland over the coming years. That's definitely going to have an impact on the uptake of this.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and um, the product is well suited for it. Um, we'll already be in the product in the market for we go to the year or two years by the time that's, a, that's rolled out. Um, though it still kind of remains to be seen uh, on the complete, I suppose, design or operational design of how that will work. So, uh, yeah, we're keeping a close eye on that.
1: Yonder recently completed a 2.6 million euro funding round. But what will this funding be used for?
0: So it's really expansion, Carl. Like so, right now the, the core product's built. It's all about integrations into into insurers, and that's the beauty of what we do. It's, it's a disco business, but it's also it's also um, it's quite powerful for the user. When we integrate directly into insurer, it means that there's no back and forth. It's kind of instant enrollment. If you go and enrol yourself on a plan on our platform, you're getting your documents sent straight away, and you're covered usually within 24 hours. Um so it's all about kind of uh, this year doing entering those markets I mentioned, and then next year it's, it's about kind of Central Europe. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see how it takes us.
1: But, of course, you've got external investments. So, I presume those external investors are thinking about their exit in three or five or seven years' time?
0: I, uh, yeah, I think it's different to maybe some of the... Maybe the, the investors who took on board are, are, are really long-term investors. They're people who invested in the likes of Spotify and Hopin and, and, and Workable and uh, some really big companies in our space. And usually the timeframes time of the adventure aren't exactly like they're not two to five years, they're usually eight to 10, 15 years. So sometimes they get opportunities to get out in between them, but we, right now we see ourselves building this for a very long time.
1: So, what's the plan for international expansion? So, next year we'll, we'll, we'll
0: the, the way it works, so we, we, Integrate into local providers to provide local solutions. So right now, it's as I mentioned, it's health insurance with Irish Life in Ireland, it's pension with Irish Life in Ireland, we've some providers in the UK as well, um, and then we have international health insurance, which is kind of a, 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 a kind of a more vast uh, product, and that means that we can immediately serve a a, a larger scale of customer uh, who are trying to provide it in in say a market outside of their home market. Um, Our plan is to basically replicate the the integrations we've done on local markets like the UK and Ireland, you know, in some Central European countries too. So uh, early next year, I'd say like by the middle of next year, we plan on having probably, but we're probably entering maybe between two and six countries uh, with those types of integrations in in Central Europe.
1: And Luke, finally, as a startup entrepreneur, what advice do you have for any aspiring entrepreneurs listening to this morning's programme?
0: Yeah, I'd say, you are probably hear it from me I'm trying to be Be as ambitious as you possibly can Think If you've got an idea And, and you think you're solving a problem Try to think about How it could be 10 times bigger um, And really how big the market Can be solved If you think too small uh, Sometimes you fall right back into that And, you, and you're only going so- to uh, Solve that for a
1: smaller market Well if you've just tuned in That was Luke Mackey from Yonder And I look forward to seeing This business grow across the world Over the coming years